Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, man, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Trying to do something with it, too, man. Uh, you know, um, I was having a conversation the other day uh, with a young person, and they were telling me how they felt that their life was stuck, that their life was in a rut, that they uh, didn't know what to do next. And one of the things that was causing them uh, this sadness or this depression, I mean, they're really, really into something right now. One of the things that was causing it um, was the fact that um, they had made a list of things they wanted to accomplish by a certain age. And uh, that age, they just had a birthday recently. And um, they were looking at the list, and the list hadn't been fulfilled. And because that list hadn't been fulfilled, um, they were really, really sad about it. You know, um, one of the things that they had on the list was marriage, kids. And I don't know everything else that was on the list, but that was one of them. And because she had reached a certain age and she wasn't married and she didn't have the kids and she had just celebrated her birthday, she's gone into this uh, mode of sadness where it's really, really uh, taken a toll on her. And uh, as as I was learning about her situation, uh, I was thinking about it. And I just wanted to share this with you all this morning that... Um, one of the things about making a list about what you want, which I happen to be a proponent of, I, I do it myself. I have a, people have dream boards. I, ha, I have a goal sheet. I have, I've been doing it for years. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful way uh, to set goals and to keep it in front of you as a constant reminder. And I always go over this goal list every day. You know, I mean, I, I go over it all the time, every day. Sometimes I miss a day here and there, but but mostly every day I pull my goal sheet out and I look at it, I read it. So I was going to these rallies and I was learning about, um, you know, uh, people who were successful and how they kept their mind right and positive. And one of the things I learned was to make these dream boards, these lists, these goal sheets, and um, in making a goal sheet, and you make the sheet according to what you want, think about one thing. When you made your goal sheet about what you wanted, does your goal sheet have on it what God wants from you? Did you ask in any of this what was his will in your life? You know, look, man, what we want oftentimes is, 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 is not what he wants for us. And, you know, if if you're fighting against what you were created for, if you're fighting against his will, I mean, what do you want to happen? See, don't be so hard on yourself when you look at your goal sheet and you look at what you've not become, what you thought was a great idea. Don't be so hard on yourself because you just made a minor mistake, as do most people. We oftentimes make our goals and set our goals up without ever considering what is it that God wants from us. 
We keep talking about what we want without ever finding out or knowing what it is God wants for us. Well, guess what, man? Maybe you're fighting against the grain. Maybe you're just a salmon heading upstream. That's a tough fight upstream. Not all salmons get up to the spawning grounds, you know. Some of them don't make it upstream, you know. But all of them, nearly all of them except the ones that's killed by prey, when they spawn, they go out to the ocean. That's cool because you're going... Because you're going with the grain, you're going downstream, you're going with the flow. That's but, but when it's time to go against the grain, it's tough. And a lot of us have just been going against the grain for all of these years. But you know what? Listen, man, I did it. I know a lot of people who did it. Very few people get it right from the very beginning. Man, you got to stumble through life sometimes. Sometimes you got to fall through life. You got to make a lot of mistakes, man. But these mistakes are not failures. You know, when you fail at something, don't look at it as a failure. Don't look at yourself as a failure because you're 30 and, and your goals ain't reached that you had on your list. That was your list. What about the things that's going right? Stop looking at what you're not. Take some time out and thank God for what you are. How about the fact that you keep waking up to be 30? You know, you get depressed about these birthdays. You really want to throw yourself in some depression. Miss a birthday. You really got a problem now. Look at where you are. You keep reaching birthdays. That's a glorious blessing. You keep waking up. You got your health. You've accomplished something. Something on your list is done. People spend too much time on the negative side, and you're just throwing yourself into depression. So what, you wanted to be married by a certain age, and you wanted to have kids. Okay, cool. You could have done all that with the wrong person. There's a blessing in not being married to the wrong person. There's a blessing in not having kids and nobody to help you raise them. There's a blessing in that, man. You're talking to somebody who can tell it to you. You can marry the wrong person if you want to. I'm telling you, you're going to be up in some mess you can't count on. So instead of being angry because you're not married, you don't have kids, why don't you thank God the man? Maybe he spared you from some misery here. Maybe you could have married the wrong person. Maybe you'd have kids and you're not really ready to be a mother or a father. You got to look at the upside, man. Quit looking at what you don't have. Take some time to thank God for what you do have. When you do that, you make more room for blessings to flow into your life. I'm not saying how God thinks because I really don't know. But I'm telling you, if a person comes to me and I always give a person something and they never appear grateful or they never say thank you, please know you can quit coming to me. Now, I don't know that's how God works because I've gone back to him several times without being grateful or thanking him, and he's filled my basket up again. So I really think he's not like that. I, I can't make the call for sure. But I think at one point in time, me, just just me talking, I'd be a little ticked off at somebody who was always taking, 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 and never showing any gratitude. At one point in time, I would just stop the flow of the take. You know, you just you can't take no more from me. That's what I would do. Now, I'm not calling it like that because I ain't him. But I know he's merciful. He's full of goodness, and, he, and, he, and he'll forgive you. Again, and thank God he does that because he's shown enough done it for me. But wow, man, take some time out today and be grateful for what you have. Stop complaining about where you're not and think about where you are and then take it from there. And the next time you make a list, make sure on that list you have God's will. What does he want for you? God create, give everybody a gift and a talent. Some of us never apply gifts and talents. We head off in another direction. Then you wonder why your life ain't where it's supposed to be. 
Have you ever thought about what God gifted you to do? Have you ever thought about doing that? Skip, skip what you want. I wanted to play in the NBA, but I got to tell you something. At dribbling and shooting and running all at one time, it was throwing me off a little bit. You know, they just, so I'm doing what I do. It's pretty cool. You can look at it that way, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy. 
but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go down. If I were you, this is what I would do. Call your mama now. Tell them Steve Harvey got a radio show and his own right now. Like right now. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve, right now. Right now. Call her for real. Right now. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? The bubbly toe curling. Mm-hmm. Junior. Oh, y'all missed this. Y'all oh, did oh, yeah, not. Y'all they, missed yeah, this. Oh. I'll tell y'all in a minute. Junior, what's up? Morning, Unc. Yes, he is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, J. Anthony Brown. Woo-hoo! What up, Steve Harvey? Watch out there now. Top of the morning to you, man. Thomas Miles. Yes, sir. Uncle Steve. What it do, what it do. Shirley Caller Junior <laughs> and J. Well, the reason I'm calling him and what you all missed was the strawberry letter yesterday. A woman wrote in anonymously at first, wouldn't say who it was. She has Mm -hmm. this man that she's never met, and is she a fool? She's fallen in love with him and has never met him. But the sound of his voice makes her toes curl. She was talking about Junior. (laughs) Come on, Junior, say something. Then I said, hey, Junior. 
Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that right there. You said, huh? Yeah, that's that toe curl. That's toe curl. curl. Uh-huh. I'm talking about right there. I'm, I'm popping big toenails off right now. <laughs> okay, she's listening, Junior, right now. What what well, do you have to say? Junior, you know what'll really do it for her? If you sing some Jodeci, man. You know what I mean? Oh, oh like yeah. a Walmart. Serenade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, she, yeah. don't, she ain't going to be able to handle that because if I just talk, her toes curl. Uh-huh. Now, Sing my now if I sing, yeah. oh, it's Come on, Junior. Junior. Come on. Take my money. <laughs> my house and my car. Yes, Come on, boy. Our, uh, For a hit <laughs> of you. Sing to the West Bank. You can have it all. <laughs> hey. Because making love. <laughs> Girl hey, every time we do, girl, girl is worse than drugs. Yeah. Cause I'm an addict for you. It drives me crazy. I can't leave you alone. You got me feeling. Yeah. Got me feeling for you. Everything she got curly. You got me feeling. <laughs> hey, Junior, she curling her hair right feeling now. Feeling for you. Boom. Said I'm feeling for you. Boy, boy, you making her toes, toenails retract. <laughs> All I do is for you. Well, thank you, Junior. Girl, I know right now she in a ball. <laughs> Coming up at 32 after the hour. That was greatness, Junior. Jay Anthony is, too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Coming up in about 10 minutes, things vegans will be saying on the 4th of July. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, Jay, and and, uh, you guys are here to tell us things that vegans will be saying because the 4th of July is coming up. And this is going to be interesting because three of my kids is vegan. Oh, Uh okay. So you'll probably hear a lot of this stuff then, huh? I'm a vegan right now. I'm a vegan Uh all the way up to the before. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I was a vegan 15 days before I went to the mentoring camp. (laughs) (laughs) But I break that meat out on meat days. Uh And 4th of July is a meat day. Matter of fact, it'll be on UC. Oh, you're going to post it. Do y'all remember when there was never a vegan I, I, yeah. don't know I never yeah. knew one. Yeah, yeah. I never knew one. one. Yeah, never I remember one. vegetarians, but yeah. right. never right. just straight vegan. I didn't know them. Yeah. I never knew there was none of them. Vegetarian. Yeah. yeah, everybody ate meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. These are things vegans and vegetarians will be saying at the Fourth of July. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve Connor. Here we go. <laughs> if you knew what them chickens were eating, you wouldn't eat chicken. Mm. Well, I don't know what the damn chickens is eating. <laughs> and so I'm just going to just enjoying this chicken in. <laughs> we no, I don't chicken. know what they eat, but I know what I'm going to be eating. The chicken. Oh, with all them vegan <laughs> slogans. What else? Right, no, so, so you're just going to eat meat in front of me, huh? Girl, I eat meat in front of you, behind you, <laughs> under you, on top of you. I'm talking to my kids. I was eating meat when I was paying all them damn college tuitions your ass ain't got to pay loans on. <laughs> uh, here's, here's one. Is that meat I smell? 
It damn sure is. <laughs> it ain't corn, I can tell you that. <laughs> Zucchini don't have a smell. <laughs> yeah. You ever grilled a tomato? There is no smell. You know why? Because it don't belong on the damn grill. <laughs> He's a meat oh. lover, angry. <laughs> you know how long meat stay in your system? A long time. And that's why I want it. That's what I put it in there for. Uh, here's another one. If that's got meat in it, then I can't eat it. Oh yeah. Well, what you gonna eat then? Because <laughs> everything right. got meat in it. Greens got meat in it. I got meat in the damn mac and cheese this year. <laughs> it's meat next to all that damn bread we got. We got and meat, it's meat in the on meat. The grill. Meat on the meat. Meat in the meat. <laughs> it's meat in the I got a cow meat. standing over there in the middle of that grass in case I run out of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Right. You stay ready. <laughs> yeah. I know I know you heard this one, Steve. Who gave the baby meat? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave the baby meat. <laughs> Who you think gave the baby meat? Look how happy the baby looks. <laughs> Go on over there and take the meat from the baby. Watch the baby start crying. I gave my grandson a slim gym. My daughter had a heart attack. She took Was he happy gym, though? Start crying. <laughs> so Came right back in that office. I gave him another one. <laughs> I, 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 I told you I was a vegan, but you got meat over here? Seriously? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is the 4th of July, ain't it? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Any of your mm-hmm. vegan friends barbecuing? <laughs> no, because it ain't nothing to barbecue. Why ain't you over there, damn house? Why is all the vegans over here? You know why? Because y'all trying to smell meat. With your unhappy ass. You think vegans are sad? Oh, They're very no, sad. No. They are sad. What? They are very sad. They are very sad people, right? All right, I got another one. Can we try these vegan hot dogs? Not on this grill, you know. <laughs> why you can't put them on the grill? We put meat on this grill. Now, I, look, I bought the kids an Easy Bake Oven two years ago for Christmas. Somebody go in the basement and get that. <laughs> <laughs> and them I ain't hot dogs no damn way. Mm. All right, this, this is the one right here. You ever seen that video, What the Health? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yes, I saw it. Yeah. I was, well, I was eating, and ain't none of the chickens yeah. and cows in that video on this grill. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it eat meat. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's exactly yeah, what's going to happen. That's, that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's it. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. one that always killed me, though, but they wanted the greens. But, oh, you put meat yeah. in there with the greens? Oh, no, I can't eat those greens. At yeah. least some smoked too. turkey. Now. Yeah, at yeah, least man. eat around yeah, them. Yeah. Who man. wants flavor? They don't want the meat hey, man, anywhere near their food. I just, I just asked a vegan just one simple question. What? Don't you miss full? <laughs> full, <laughs> Junior. Don't, you yeah. don't you miss being full? <laughs> you don't miss that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at their lifestyle. I don't do, you know, 
But just yeah. don't come over here mess with me. But don't, yeah, don't talk don't about judge, me. Don't, don't yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. And stop yeah. going where they're cooking me at. That's all you got to do. You, gotta you, do. Go, you yeah. go over there, they're going to be cooking me. Bring a lunchbox. <laughs> I'll just bring your meal in, in the container and sit over in the corner. <laughs> You're going to be disgruntled, but you here. Disgruntled. Disgruntled. <laughs> So how much meat are you guys planning to eat this fourth? Slabs. Oh, man. Slabs oh. and slabs. I said slabs. Oh. Slabs. I'm bringing my own fork and knife. You ain't got to worry about me. Just I, I stopped again, but I miss chicken so much. I really do. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why you eat chicken, though? You're currently a vegan. Yeah, I stopped. Oh, I miss chicken. I see it because... Because chicken is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And in everything, you're right. Uh -huh. everything. You don't want no Popeyes, Jay? I do. That's what I'm saying. I'm having withdrawals, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what is that like for you, Jay? What What are you eating? Um, just vegetarian stuff. Mm -hmm. That's about it. You know, yeah. But I miss meat. I, I don't understand a fat vegetarian. That's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, I know one. <laughs> Do you? Name is Jay Brown. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not talking about you, Jay. I, I'm talking about I just don't know fat vegetarian. All right, listen. Coming oh, up man. next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show nephew Tommy in the building for Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Church feet. <laughs> Church feet. Church. Church feet. Run it, cat. Run it, cat. Run. Run it, cat. Stop. Church feet. <laughs> Search me. Really oh, no. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister Trace. Hey, you got her. Hey. Uh, how you doing? This is uh, this is Brother Glenn from the church. Hey, Brother Glenn. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, did you enjoy service this morning? Oh, I I enjoyed it, Pastor. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Pastor brought it down. Yes, he did. Day. Yes, he did. Oh my God, that was a word for me. Right, 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 right. So, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I wanted to give you some information that the um, that the church has come up with, and we wanted to let you know what was going on before next Sunday. You, I, I didn't interrupt you, did I? Uh, no, no. I actually, uh, I, I, I may sound a little, little off a little bit. I'm trying to, to get dinner ready for my little babies, my little darlings, and I'm trying to. Your voice sounds so familiar to me. It just sounds so familiar. I'm trying to place. Place that voice. Okay. Well, you've seen me at the church quite a few times. I think I have. I'm just trying to place it. I, I can't place it right now. But what can, okay. what can I do okay. for you, Glenn? Well, nevertheless, I, I just wanted here's here's what's going on. Uh, now, are you aware that for the last uh, the last six Sundays you've been actually uh, coming into service late? Have you realized that? Yes, I I um I, I know I, I I'm sorry about that, but uh I you know yes I have I have my reasons so. though. Okay. Okay. Well, here's what's going on. The officials at the church have uh, gotten together, and this is what they've decided on, is that anybody who is late uh, starting next Sunday, there will be a $15 charge for that, for coming in and disrupting service. Uh, Fast is tired of service being disrupted by people walking in late. That, that could not come at a worse time. I don't have $15 to give. No, I, don't, I don't have it. Oh, um, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're late. I, I, I am. Uh, we, we are doing our best. I, I have three kids. I have three young kids, two, seven, and nine, and they are a handful. 
and 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 we we do the best that we can to get to church on time. And and to tell you the truth, when we get there, it's during praise and worship. I mean, pastor ain't even preaching yet. So okay. I know it's not pastor's not up yet, but he's he's stating that uh, people coming in it just seems very disrupted to the service that's going on. That's so. Nevertheless, like I said, this is a warning call. You know, to let you know that if you are late on next Sunday, then they they will be charging you fifteen dollars uh, a late charge, and, and actually you won't be able to even come in what? until you uh, until you pay the fifteen dollars. I can't even get in church with with look. Okay, look, I don't I don't owe nothing. I don't owe you no explanation, but I need to tell you something. We are me and my kids for the last few Sundays that we've been late. It's because my car broke down. We we are on the bus, man. Public transportation. Okay, I mean, I, and I understand. I understand. I, I sympathize with everything that you're going through. But why are you calling? If you understand, why are you calling me about fifteen dollars? If you understand what I'm going through. Well, I didn't. I, first of all, I didn't know what you were going. Why are you raising your voice at me? But, why are you raising? Did you just raise your voice at me? You know what? You know what? I think you're raising your voice at me. How dare okay. you call me about this about a fee? And I'm there at church. I got my kids there trying to raise them up in the way they should go, just like the Bible says. And you know why I got to do this and why I'm late, why, why we got to catch the bus. Do you understand why that is, Brother Glenn? No, I do not. That is because they so their daddies ain't uh, and they, uh, yes. Okay. So, Tracy, just, you, you got to calm down a little bit now. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Help okay, listen, uh, <laughs> here's the deal. All I can do is tell you this. I hope you can make it. Maybe you can catch an earlier bus, you know what I mean, and get there a little earlier. But but I'm just stating the facts that as of next Sunday, if you come in late, it's $15 late fee, and that's what you'll pay in order to get in the service. You know what? Well, maybe next Sunday I just won't be there. How about that? You know, I'm already working six days a week. The only day I have off is Sunday. I'm breaking, breaking my back. Do you know I work two jobs? I work two jobs, and they always trying to take money out of my check, always trying to pull me here and there, and I'm always tired. I get two hours of sleep, and then now the church wants to dump another $15 charging me for being at church when that's what I'm supposed to do? But you're coming in late, though, Sister Tracy. You, you know what? You know what? Late ain't bad, okay? I, I might be delayed, but I ain't denied, and I'm getting there the best way that I know how. We're on the bus. I have to put my kids on the school bus. And not only do I have to put them on the school bus, then I have to get on the bus myself to work because I don't have a car because their daddies ain't doing nothing, nothing for them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need to under... Oh. Daddy, daddy number one, guess what? He ain't Daddy number two, he in jail, been there about five years. He ain't And daddy number three, huh, he decided to go ahead and walk out. He ain't, I ain't heard from that that trifling in about seven months. Now, he know we're struggling. He had the nerve to take my wallet, too. You don't, you don't even understand what I'm going through. You don't even understand that I'm trying to make a better life for me and my children. There is one more thing, Sister Tracy, that the church wants you to know before next Sunday that you definitely need to know. And what one more thing does the church want me to know besides $15? The church just wants you to know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Patrice got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> I am going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. Are you? She know I ain't got time for that. She know I ain't got time for that. Your sister got you. You all right? Oh, I got something for her. How about that? <laughs> she told me, she said, she said, my sister car broke oh. down. 
she says she got these kids. She over there struggling, struggling. She trying to make it, but you got to give her a hard time. She just wanted, she wanted, she wanted you to put a, she wanted to put a smile on your face. <laughs> well, she did. Well, once things settled, I'm going to have to say she did. Okay. You all right? Wow. Now that I know you, y'all were joking, and now I know this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> Hey, I got to ask you something, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Old school relationship advice means well uh, most of the time, but... Some of it is out of touch and should become a thing of the past. Some of these rules or tips need to be redefined and clarified for the time we live in now. This is according to psychologist Dr. Joshua Klapow. For example, Klapow, Klapow. <laughs> for example, Steve, the old cliche, and this is biblical: don't go to bed angry. Uh, Dr. Klapow says we've heard this classic, but it's unrealistic. And sometimes going to bed mad and sleeping on it is better. What do you mm. say? Do you Steve? agree with that? Well, yeah. I don't agree with be. that. I wish we could go to bed and not be mad. I really do. Right. Mm-hmm. I, don't nobody want to go to bed mad. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to sleep backs to each other. <laughs> Somebody yeah. roll over and touch you. You jumping. Get your damn foot off me. <laughs> no, I don't, nobody want that. I think it's uh-huh. better to do that. Now, is it realistic to expect not to ever go to bed, man? No, I don't think it is. That's what he's saying. Though. But that show if ain't not, good gonna, to go to bed, man. Right. If not, we're going to be up all night. Or you wake right. up mad. You let wake me tell up you and something. remember that you, you know, I hate that. If you let a woman go to bed, man, and she wake up. She gonna be just as mad or yes. madder because oh, she yes. done thought about some more stuff. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, they do. Now, dudes wake up and go, hey, baby, how you doing? How the hell you think? I, exactly. How was I last night exactly. when you shut your eyes? Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. no, I, I think he's wrong oh, about man. that. It's yeah. not healthy. All right, Dr. Klapow uh, says uh, you can change them. He says it's a romantic idea, the old cliche, you can change them. But he points out it's not your responsibility to change anyone, right? I, I think, agree with yeah. him 100%. Yeah. That's a good Got one. It. Yeah. It's not I'm your not job yeah. to change anyone, nor don't. You, nor do you have the ability. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that women have. I mean, we may as well admit that. We're always trying oh, to change. Absolutely, And, and yeah. I think it's the nurturer in us. We right. always, yes. yeah, we exactly. always change him, girl. <laughs> yeah. I can change him. I know he's mm-hmm. like that right now, but once he gets Give me girl, six months. Yeah. Girl, yeah. 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 Let me work on him, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. Let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got this. Girl, you're going to have to work it every day, though. <laughs> yeah. You work yeah. it every day. I'll yeah. change for you. You do it every day. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> boy. women are guilty of that. All right, here's another one. Some people never change. That's the cliche, the old school cliche. Dr. Klepal says on the flip side, the suggestion that someone is incapable of changing is wrong. And it ignores the fact that we all have control over our choices. So I absolutely agree mm-hmm. with that. That's 100% true. Yeah. He's only said one thing I didn't agree with. And that was the first one. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. You Don't go to bed, People man. change. Yeah. People change, man. All right. All the time. Here's another one, old school. Love will keep you together. Love will keep you together. Mm-hmm. He says this works in an old romantic movie, but in real life, it takes a lot more than love to make it work. Mm. Whoa. Speak on it, Harvey. What's love got to do? <laughs> yeah. Got to do with it. Come on, Tina. What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's All right, you better take it up. Got to do. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with it, man. Yeah. You need it a way work, more huh? than love. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to yeah. honor that commitment. Nah. That'll you got, make you, you stay got to and compromise, love, yes. understanding, yeah. take yes. the blame, uh-huh. eat it. Uh-huh. Not be right all the time. Why? He said, eat it. <laughs> yeah. Eat that. Yeah. Chew on it. Nah. It ain't never worked for me. Never. All right, what? here's Junior. No, it's that love thing. Yeah. I told her I love her, but my replacement was at the door. <laughs> when you Man. open, I'm just like, who is this? Oh, this is Chris. We going to dinner. You and Chris. I love you, though. To the left, mm. to the left, to the Man, left. Manage through. <laughs> Junior, you've been played so hard. It's Man. scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, what? But Junior, you've grown up now. You're 40 oh, now. Yeah, yeah. You're good fun. now. Yeah, that was yeah. back, yeah. I ain't had nothing. We've all been through some things like yeah. that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chalk um, it up to the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, old school, love will keep, uh, I mean, uh, know your role in the relationship. That's old school. Dr. Klepow says, forget this old gender stereotype. And uh, remember, there's not a required way for you to act. Your role in a relationship uh, shouldn't always be the same. It's constantly shifting. Okay, and, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. I missed it. We'll start over, Shirley. All right. I didn't understand. Okay. Know your role? Know your role in the relationship. That's old school thinking, okay? Dr. Klapow says, forget this old gender stereotype, and remember there is not a required way for you to act. That's new school thinking. He says your role in a relationship isn't going to be the same all the time. It's constantly changing, and that's a good thing. That's what he's saying. He says it'll shift organically. Mm. Mm -hmm. And and that's a good thing. Yeah, and that's a good thing. You think your role should stay the same in a relationship? Well, I mean, I think 
I think your roles have to be defined mm-hmm. so that everybody has an understanding of positioning. And then I think there has to be some type of uh, give and take yeah. where sometimes the other person can do that. I'm not saying like roles, like you do all the cleaning. I, I'm yeah. not talking about that. Yeah. But if you're but, good with money, yeah, do the I money mean, thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and that and could be you, either side. If you role playing, then your roles yeah. change. Like, you know, I might be Batman one night, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But. Then next night I might be incredible hook. You know what I'm saying? Your roles do change. So you have to right. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Organically, right, nephew? And, and, organically. And organically yeah. and realistically, you're neither one. <laughs> Superhero. <laughs> All right, here's here's old school. You should stay with them for better or for worse. Yeah, he says, he says, we all want to think our partner will stick around no matter what, but if a relationship is unhealthy, you don't you don't need to stick Get it out. Out till death do us. Get out. All right, more of this crazy ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. COVID-19 is still very real. Um, Jay Anthony Brown. So Jay, you've been in the house just creating songs. You've been you've been creating. You've been in creative been, mode. Been very creative. I spend yeah. this time doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Along with some other stuff I'm doing that makes me feel as if I have company, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> There's okay. nobody Can here. you get to this? <laughs> I, I can't tell how many times I heard that and paid that money. Can you get to this? <laughs> so you've murdered another hit? <laughs> yes, I have. I have murdered another song. As they say on that show, you like the hit? Here you go. Check it out. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. You can't do that here. If you keep it up, I'll be forced to show you the exit. I'm not kidding. No coffin, baby. How you think of that? No coffin, baby. 
<laughs> no coughing on the dance floor. But you were coughing on beat. Yeah. You did that, Jay. Man, that was cold. There's going to be a lot of that, good. though. Yeah, it's going to stop you. Once you start coughing, we have a whole different attitude toward a cough now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You used to yeah. let a cough go. You know, well, yeah, you right, right, right. Yeah. You got a little something, something going on? Mm-hmm. But no. Mm-hmm. Every mask yeah. is looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Jay. Great Thank job. Good job, Jay. As usual. As you, usual. All right, coming, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, it's time for Comedy Roulette, guys. Uh, Jay, please set it up for us. I can't do this without explaining it because we have new listeners that are not familiar with how this game go. I mean, new people tuning in right now don't know what we're doing so what i'm gonna do now is explain uh-huh. how it works take four subjects put it on the wheel spun the wheel where it stop we'll do it and the reason we can do this because junior's a comedian i'm a comedian <laughs> tommy's a comedian and steve's the king comedians watch it yes, this is how it go see junior's a comedian i'm uh-huh. a comedian tommy's a comedian and steve is a king comedian all right before he gets really mad junior's let's comedian. go uh, these comedian. are the subjects, okay? <laughs> Number one, things people say if they've been in jail a long time. Oh, that's mm. a good one. That's... Yeah, that is a good one. Number two, <laughs> lies men tell when they're caught looking at another woman. Ooh, I want it. Ooh. <laughs> Number three, excuses men say when they're not getting a lot of sex. Oh, man. That's another good one. <laughs> that's another good one. Yeah. These are good. Uh, sure. Number four, things people say when they don't have cable. Wow. Oh, all these all are right, good. Jay. Spun it. Spun it, Charlie. Spun it. <laughs> I want the last cable. one. Cable. Cable. Yeah. Cable. <laughs> That's the one I want. Oh, it stopped. Oh, this is a good one. Number two, live <laughs> men tell when they're caught looking at another woman. Let's oh. go. Here we go. Let me start the it off. Here you go. Here. go. Girl, I wasn't looking at her. I was going to get you a pair of pants just like that, and I just wanted yeah. to make sure if those yeah. are the ones. That's yeah. all. That's all. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Exactly how it goes. These men say. These men say when they caught looking at another woman. Mm. Baby, look at her. Okay. That's it. Who who need all they abs showing? (laughs) Look at her abs showing. Why? For what? Saying abs, right? Who Uh need all her abs showing? Why? Uh huh. Come on. Your abs ain't showing. Yeah. The only reason why I'm looking at her, because, you know, my cousin, Rolanda, that had died, looked oh. just like her. Oh, okay. My cousin, Rolanda, looked just like her. That's why I'm staring at her so hard. <laughs> you thought it was Rolanda that come back? I thought it was Rolanda. <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. Baby, why are you looking at her? Her ugly? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm looking yes. at her ugly? <laughs> Marjorie, don't you ever divorce this man. Yes. <laughs> yes, things, Steve. Things men say when they're caught looking at another woman. I got a crook in my neck, and every now and then it just jerked from left to right. So <laughs> that's all that is. It's nothing. It's nothing. Oh, you can have a crook in your neck, all right. Last <laughs> men tell when they uh-huh. caught looking at another woman. Uh-huh. Babe, let me tell you something. I was looking over there. I did. I was. But I don't like her braids hanging off her ass like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her braids hanging off her ass like that. 
I don't see the purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Baby, on, listen. Uh, I'm just so glad. I really am. That your butt is not that big. I'm just, I'm just glad. You know, that, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Babe, you know what, babe? Just look at it. That's just ridiculous, ain't it? <laughs> they have a butt that big. That's just too much. Mm-mm. Okay, Shirley, so you, you my wife and ask me. Uh, excuse you. Why are you looking over there at that other woman? I'm Jesus, right here. Jesus. She needs Jesus. <laughs> she <laughs> do. She uh-huh. needs Jesus. You better bring the Lord into it. She okay. needs Jesus. Hot <laughs> <laughs> What? What did you speak it to? What did you just <laughs> say? Hot Hot for me not to holler. Hard, hard for me not to holler. Yeah. Hard to father. Hard for me not to holler. Hard to father. Hard for me not to holler. All right, come on, Steve. We got to shut this one down. Okay. Here it is. Lies men tell when they're they're caught looking at another woman. You know what? That is the cutest dog I have ever seen with a woman <laughs> in my life. It's a dog over there. I've never seen a dog that cute with a woman. <laughs> All right, great job as usual, guys. Uh, Time to uh, switch gears. Up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, do I choose my man or my friends? Mm. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got? Shirley? Uh-huh. Carla. Yes. Junior. What? Jay, everybody, (laughs) booty taxes. Wait, what? Booty taxes. I'm leaving. I I don't understand. I didn't hear for this. Everybody trying to get their taxes together, right? Yeah, yeah, it's taxes. That's what this is. It's it's booty taxes. Taxes and booty. Guess we'll have to listen to the prank to find out what that's all about. What'd you say, Jay? Exactly. Taxing uh, that booty. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, booty taxes. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm, I'm trying to reach Kendrick. Good to see you. Hey, Kendrick, how you doing, man? My name is uh, Anthony, man. Anthony Collins. They call me AC. How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, listen, uh... This right here, man, this, this, I don't even know how to put this, though, but, uh, hey, listen, I'm calling you, man, because I got some issues. I'm I'm getting ready to file my taxes, and oh. I'm going through all my expenses, all my receipts, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I just, I, 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 I can't, I can't just let this go, man. I, I didn't spend, like, $20,000 on your wife last year, and I, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, well, bro. Wait a minute, you asking me, <laughs> you done spent $20,000 on the chick I'm married to. Is that what you're telling me? No, I, I, all I'm trying to do, man, is, is I'm trying to do a write-off. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to claim. No, 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 the write-off. Basically, what you're telling me is you my wife. I ain't say all that. I ain't say well, all what, that. Well, what, what the you saying, bro? All I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out is it all right if I claim Melanie on my expenses, man. I'm over twenty grand on, on money I spent on Melanie last year. So first, let let me understand something right quick. 
You asking me for permission to claim my wife. When the f did you ask for permission to f my wife? Help me with hey, that, hey, bro. I, I, okay, 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 okay. Let's do this here. Uh, Gerard, I ain't say I did that. You saying that? I'm saying I just want to claim the taxes because I spent 20K on it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let, let's, do, let's do this, bro. Let's put Melly on, on the phone. Let's put Mel on the motherfucking phone. Ain't no, but no, we, we ain't got to bring Mel in this. We ain't got to bring Mel in this. What I'm saying is... Motherfucker, she already in it. She in it. What the fuck you mean we ain't got to bring her in it? She in it. Man, you must be outside your damn mind. All I'm saying is, do you have a problem with me claiming Melly? You motherfucking right I do, bro. I got a motherfucking problem having this whole motherfucking conversation. When, how, first of all, how the f did you get my information? How did you get my number, bro? I asked around for your number. I, I ain't want to call you. It took me a week to, to call you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to... Dude, I, I didn't spend 20 grand, dog. You understand know what I'm saying? When did you spend 20 grand? That's the shit I want to know. I ain't spent 20 grand on this mother. And I'm married to her ass. So what, what the f are you doing that you spent $20,000 on my wife? And then you want to claim that shit? Help me understand that shit, bro. Hey, man, I ain't trying to go into all my receipts on everything I did for Melanie. I'm not trying to do that. All I'm trying to do is is just, I, I just want, I want to, I want to know if you, I don't want us both claiming it because that's how you get in trouble. Bro, you, you already in mother trouble. Trouble is the last mother thing you ought to be worried about. And you calling my mother phone, telling me about some that you got going on with my old lady, and then you telling me, can I have your permission? You must. Okay, so yeah. dog, we got to get some kind of resolution to this. A good resolution is a good ass whooping. What the fuck you mean a resolution? That that's the only mother resolution we gonna get, bro. Ain't no other resolution. Ain't no other resolution. We 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 ain't got else to talk about. We ain't got a mother thing to talk about. That's the resolution I got, partner. I, I tell you what, bro. I'm texting Mel right now. I've been texting her since we've been on this mother phone. Okay, and I you, pray. What, what, what are you texting her for? Don't. What the f you mean? What am I texting her for? She's the subject matter. So that's why the f I'm texting her. But you better pray to God. This is some bullshit. I hope to God you y'all got y'all people up with me like this, buddy. This f ain't gonna go good, bro. At all. At all. Uh, okay, so I guess I can't claim her at this point. Hell, mother no. So what you want to do, though? Bro, I already told you what the f I'm going to do. And I'm waiting on Mel's response on this mother shit. She act like she's slower than a mother She can't type fast. But somebody go give me some now today. Okay. Hey, man, look here, bro. I don't know who this is on the other end of this phone. I hope to God this is from some out of X-Files or some that I can't even fathom. You better pray to God y'all playing with me. This is some bull. Okay. Okay, so can I go on and tell you this here, dog? And then I'm going to get out your way, man, because I, I know how it's going to go after this. Can I just go on and tell you something else? I don't know what the f*** else you can tell me, bro. Uh, only thing I can tell you, only thing I can tell you, Kendrick, okay. is that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> your, your wife, Melanie, got me to prank phone call you, dog. <laughs> Boy, y'all some ratting mother. Boy, you look that about to come in with your mother. Oh, God, man, y'all ain't.
Man, <laughs> y'all ain't <laughs> And I'm sitting up here eating some <laughs> crackling, and I done threw them <laughs> away because my flesh pressure already high. Uh, you all right, man? I got to make sure you all right before we get off the phone. You good? Man, I got to go get me a drink. God. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, but <laughs> Boy, y'all ain't <laughs> All right, tell me this, man. It's 2020, baby. Tell me this. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the goddamn Steve Harvey Morning Show with that rotten-ass lip you telling my boy. <laughs> I did that. I did that. No, that was, that was, uh... Hey, that was a what? Lot. She already in it. A lot. <laughs> well, I do know. I do know one thing about that prank. That what? If he was bragging that he hadn't spent twenty thousand dollars on her, he damn sure yeah. would have to spend twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Why you talking? You damn right. Yeah, Why you running your mouth? I, I ain't spend twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, you gonna have to spend twenty thousand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You yep. gonna up your game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Listen, up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. Do I choose my man or my friend? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, do I choose my man or my friends? Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a young, healthy, and wise, beyond my years, single woman that is a leader to my peers. At my young age, I have found the most handsome and amazing man of my dreams. He is respectful, has a great job, a beautiful home, and he treats me like a queen. But here is the problem. Well, it's not a problem for us. It's more a problem for our friends and family. I am 22 years old, and he is 42 years old. 
Now I know you are all so shocked by our age difference, but I love him and believe age has nothing to do with it. When I introduced him to my friends, they all judged him immediately because of his age. You can tell that he is a bit older. They said that he's using me and it won't last because he is just going through a phase. They didn't even want to get to know him and experience his great personality. My family is not happy with me dating him either. We've been together for a year and he says we're soulmates and he wants to marry me. I know if I marry him, I would be choosing him over my friends. I know my family will love me regardless, but now I am having doubts about marrying him because I want it all, my friends and my husband. What do you think? Is age that important? I need your advice. Well, you know, I got to tell you this first off. It's your life. You can't get married and you can't live for and have a relationship for your friends. This is your life and your relationship. I mean, if they're really your friends, if they're truly your friends, even though they may not agree with who you're with, but if they're your friends, they're going to support you and be there for you if anything goes wrong or whatever you need. They'll be there for you if they're your friends. But I, I definitely don't want to ignore this enormous elephant in this letter. And that's that you were 22 and he is 42. I mean, this is a huge age difference. I mean, you know, I'm not saying a marriage can't work. I'm sure there are some out there that have with the 20-year age span. But it, it's, it's definitely a chance you're taking. It's, it's a chance it could work. Who knows? But you have to have things in common. You, you say you guys have been together for a year you say he says you're soulmates and he wants to marry you, but now you're having doubts because you want your friends and you want him. I, I mean, this is why your your friends are and your family are a little upset and they're so judgmental. Because of the big age difference, you know, they probably see things that you don't see. Uh, they say he's using you. Is he using you or are you too in love uh, to see that, you know, I, I just say don't be so much worried about whether your friends are going to still be around or not, uh, you know, and having to choose between them and your man. You're going to choose your man in this instance. I mean, you really are going to choose your man because you love him and he's older and he'll probably be able to persuade you to choose him. So, um, you know, keep your friends. Don't get rid of your friends. you got to keep your friends because you're going to need them in case anything goes wrong in this relationship. I'm not saying it is, but it could. Steve, because of the age difference. Well, here's my view on this. You say you found the most handsome and amazing man of my dreams. You say he's respectful, has a great job. He has a beautiful home. And you say he treats you like a queen. Now, right there, describing that, you found the guy that most women are looking for. But then you said, not nobody else, you said, here's the problem. But then you tried to preface it by saying, well, it's not a problem for us. It's more of a problem for our friends and family. Wait a minute. So I didn't hear nothing about problems with y'all friends. I just heard in the letter problem with your friends. Are you saying his friends have problems with it too? It's more of a your friend situation or is it you all's friends? Because you say it's more of a problem for our friends and family. 
Now, you 22, he 42. That's a 20-year gap. Uh, now, then you say, now, see, this is a lot of you assuming. Because then you say, I know you are also shocked by our age difference. Now, we didn't say that. Shirley didn't say she was shocked by it. We just reading the letter. But you keep prefacing everything with it's a problem. Well, it's really not a problem for us. Then you say you're shocked by our age difference. See, this is a problem for you, young lady. But I love him, and I believe age has nothing to do with it. But then when you introduce him to your friends, they judge him immediately because of his age. Then you said you can tell that he's a bit older. Oh, well, now, what does that mean? What did he do in front of your kid-ass friend that just made his ass look old? Was his pants pulled up right up on his chest? Come on. I'm just saying what? He's stupid. Because you said you can tell he's a bit old. Yes, yes, yes. Does he have a cigarette behind his ear when he talking? School. Does he have a pack of cools rolled up in the sleeve of his white T-shirt? Does he have on sandals with black socks? Hold that thought, Steve. Hold that thought. Uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up. At Do 20- we have a steering wheel wrap on his steering wheel on his car? Coming up at 23 after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, Do I choose my man or my friends? More of Steve coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we go. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, Subject, do I choose my man or my friends? Let's recap. Well, it's this 20-year age age difference between this 22-year-old girl and this 42-year-old man. And... um. He's everything she's ever wanted, but here's the problem. She said, but here's the problem. Then she she said, well, it's not a problem for us. Then she said it's more of a problem for our friends and family. Now, in the letter, she never mentioned anything about his friends and family, just her friends and family. So then she said she know me and Shirley shocked by your age difference. But I love him. I believe ain't nothing they got to do with it. When I introduced him to my friend, they judged him immediately because of his age. You can tell he is a bit old. Come on. What? <laughs> when he walked up to your friends, did he have on a Kango? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to tell. You. you know, when you, when you say you can tell. Uh-huh. He's a bit older. When y'all pulled up in the car, was the tent on his window bubbling? <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm just telling you, these, these old school problems now. Yes. We just talking about the car right now. Was it pillows in the back of the window of the car? Mm-mm. Not that pillows. Was, was the bomb, Not pillows. I'm just asking. In 2019. I'm just asking, just what... Mm-hmm. Was it about him that screamed old? <laughs> Let me ask you this right here. Did he have on Jordan jeans? Ooh. Jordan jeans? 
Jordan. Jordan. I thought Jordan had made him. As in Michael Jordan? Yeah. I thought he went, went French and was calling him Jordan. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. <laughs> then your friends told you that he's using me and it won't last because he's going through a phase. Well, let's talk about this phase that he could be going through and why it won't last. Here's the problem I see that you're going to have. And then let me throw this in. They don't even want to get to know him and experience his great personality. And you say your family ain't happy with me dating him either. Now, y'all been together for a year, and he says we're soulmates, and he wants to marry me. I know if I marry him, I could be choosing him over my friends, and I know my family will love me regardless. But now, let, let me just say this. Oh, let me finish this letter. I know my family will love me regardless, but now I'm having doubts about marrying him because I want it all, my friends and my husband. What do you think? Is age that important? I need your advice. Well, let me just say this to you. Let's say y'all do get married and you are happy. In 10 years, he gonna be 52 and you gonna be 32. You gonna be still scaling up, he scaling down. Cause he's crossed the century mark. So as you get better, uh, as a woman though, you're 32, you're not even as fine as you're going to be. You Say got that. some more years where you gonna get real fine. All his fine days is about damn near behind. (laughs) What? What? All his fine days is about damn near behind. I cannot. Now, you think (laughs) he looks a bit older now. (laughs) Just wait. You just wait until his ass. When you see already, and he don't have no music downloaded. Uh-uh. That's already. Oh, he still oh, got his... that little vinyl case in the back that you snap and it's CDs uh, in it. Oh, wow. So let's Come just on, start Papa. there. Oh, man. Now, here's your problem. You're going to reach a point in this relationship where the difference is going to be very noticeable. And it's going to be things you're going to want in life and things he's going to want in life. At 32, you'll be wanting to take Exciting vacations at 52, he can too. I know I'm when I like great vacation, but that's all. But when I get on my great vacation, that's what I want to do. I want to sit my great vacation having ass down. Nothing. Yeah, I don't do events. Go out and explore the country, climbing cliffs. (laughs) And if you have a child, it's a 20 year gap. Uh, you know, 20 ain't all that bad. But, you know, when he 10, granddaddy going to be coming up to the school. That's what the other kids is going to think. That's your papa. But it's his damn daddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, your friends, it's sad that you have to choose. Because how your friends making you choose like this? I got some news for you. They made your real friends. Because your friends will not make you choose between them or him. Those are not friends. It's just not. So I'm sorry. But it's going to be some problems with this age gap. And if you don't Mm. think it is, 
they're coming. Y'all might be soulmates, but, you know, for how long? All right, listen, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, is there a, a food that you never get tired of eating, let's say, uh, for a year, every day? And, and you, okay, let's let's throw this in there. You wouldn't gain weight. I'll just throw that in there. That's a bonus. You're just throwing oh. something in there. That's impossible, sir. Oh, That's a bonus. You can't gain weight? Yeah, one thing that you, you would You can't eat. gain weight or you can't get sick. Okay. Right, that too. okay. Yeah. Ice cream all damn yes. day long. Yes, that would be mine, ice cream. Oh, no. I envy that guy. Diners sugar, and dives. Sugar. They go around eating all them hamburgers. The guy, what, what's Ooh. his name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, you're talking about man versus food. No, diners. Guy Fury. Oh, diners. And drive ins. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, whatever. With yeah. the blonde hair? Yeah. With the blonde yeah, spiky hair, yeah. Oh, he'd be eating some hamburgers off the chain, man. I love burgers, pizza, and ice cream. So that's would be your food. I like this barbecue though. So let's see where you would have to go though, Steve. Kansas City, Millions. Oh, yes. You huh? gotta go to Georgia. You gotta go to Georgia, Texas. You gotta go to Tennessee. You gotta go to Memphis. You gotta go to Chicago. Texas. Um, no. Chicago ain't got no barbecue. Where's Chicago had barbecue? They did when I grew up there. They did. Well, I mean, Leon's. well, now, Le- now let me tell you something. When I was Chicago, up there. do have barbecue in it. They got some good barbecue. Yeah, I know. Cause them boys is from down south. Right. That's like Cleveland well, the Carolinas, too. The Carolinas, I guess. Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If everybody at a barbecue place know the cook name, that's a good place. Like Ray. Like, what's happening, Ray? Alabama. Mm-hmm. Alabama going to give everybody a little bit of run. They got some joints up in there. That's true. Sure. We just you think Kansas City. Man, everybody one? just started getting. Man, we didn't just started just tripping. We drifted off thinking about barbecue. <laughs> yes, we did, didn't we? <laughs> I was sitting thinking about the commissary in Memphis. How many of y'all just saw reels all Man. of a sudden? I mean, what? <laughs> With some white bread on my plate. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh man, I'm thinking about Memphis. What's that? Oh, the commissary. Mm. <sighs> oh man. And don't forget about Big Daddy. Oh, the commissary in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Daddy in Chicago. Yeah. Gate. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Gates Presidential Gates. Platter. Man. Kansas City. Ooh, remember we used to go to Kansas City and get that? Every time Ooh, we go there. St. Louis got good barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't messing around. Yeah, St. Louis is the truth. St. <laughs> Louis so is the serious, truth. Steve? Yeah, because it done got serious. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it has done got serious. Yes, about this barbecue, <laughs> about this queuing. Yes. <sighs> man, Unc, why, why don't you queue today, Unc, since we just talking about it, boy, because you can queue too now. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. You can ask about me. I think Uh, Steve and Tommy should have a barbecue cook-off. I think y'all should, too. Because Tommy can grill, too. Yeah, Uh I know. I know, but don't do that. Why? Don't do that. Because he ain't going to like the results. (laughs) He going to lose like the race. He ain't like I'm going to lose. Don't do it. I'm just going to. Tommy. Tommy, he did. He did act like that. He did. I can cook with you, dog. Trust me, man. I promise you. Hey, dog. Dog. Not on that grill. Hey, man. Just go on. Have your little... It may, All right. it may just stay where you're at. Listen, coming up, Tommy more fun, yes, more music. Can. Don't come over here. <laughs> On the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. 
She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the divided nation we all currently inhabit, it's, it's nice to know that there are still some things we can still agree on, uh, and that is sandwiches. Sandwiches are delicious, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody loves a great sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But still, there's plenty of room for healthy debate and disagreement about what's the best sandwich, okay? To settle things once and for all, once and for all, we're going to settle this. Uh, YouGov.com ran a poll to find out which ones were most cherished sandwiches in our country. Here are the results, all right? Okay, let's not do that. Hold wow. tight, Shirley, before you do that. Okay. okay. What's the question we ought to ask each other before you do the survey? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite, all-time favorite damn sandwich? I knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd uh-huh. like a sandwich. Ah. Man. Easy. Does Junior, it, what is it? Peanut butter and jelly. All mm. day long. Peanut I can't, butter and jelly? Can't miss. Can't miss. Mm. Tommy, what is it? Grilled turkey and pepper jack cheese. Yeah. Turkey? Mm. Grilled turkey and mm-hmm. pepper jack cheese. Man, he's so white. Yeah. You bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, That's bad. Hell's <laughs> poor ass black talking about some damn pepper jack cheese. Hey, I like pepper jack. You can put some salt on it. Burn that out. That's a high blood pressure. Don't care about Don't hurt my sandwich. Why y'all going against my sandwich? Regular knowledge. Carla, what's your favorite sandwich all time? B L T. Ah. B L T. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, that was mine. Girl, we could ride together on that. What's your favorite sandwich, Shirley? When I was a kid, it was ham sandwich, but. Does cheeseburger count? That's not a sandwich. <laughs> no, that's, that's a burger. A okay, that's, that's a, burger. a burger. All right, so I got to say. A yeah, I, I thought it okay. was because it's cheeseburger all day. Okay. Cheeseburger. Yes. What about you, Steve? Come on now. What's my favorite sandwich? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, y'all ready? Buckle up. Come on. Okay, take you make back. it. Okay. Let's make it. You ain't supposed to eat this, but Don't I got to tell it. you. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> A hot ass uh-huh. Velveeta grilled cheese sandwich. But it's got wow. to be Velveeta, though. You, you Velveeta. <laughs> What'd what? you say, Tommy? I don't give a damn if your ears stopped up. <laughs> Velveeta, <laughs> which probably is not even real cheese. No, it's but not. Lord have mercy. 
When you sliced it and made a grilled cheese sandwich, yeah. I don't eat that no more. But if ah. I could, I probably would. Guess what, that Steve? That grilled cheese sandwich and government grilled cheese. <laughs> government guess, cheese. Guess what, Steve? That, uh, huh? That is the number one sandwich in America. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese? Yes. Grilled wow. cheese. Grilled cheese. <laughs> Thank you. Grilled cheese. Here's a lot of that. Uh-huh. Grilled cheese. Everybody, though. Adults, mm-hmm. too. Yep. Seems like. And, Junior, I like I like peanut butter sandwiches, but I don't like peanut butter and jelly. Where the hell are you from, I don't Shirley? know. I just like you peanut butter. You mix that with something, Shirley. <laughs> just hell? loosen that up. I don't, don't like peanut butter. I, don't, I just like peanut butter. I don't you like peanut butter. in my house. Shirley, you the guy in my daddy's house. Really? We had that great big giant jar of grape. Uh-uh. Well, she's jelly. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't need Wasn't any of that. Wasn't a real grape in that jar nowhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was just purple. Dark purple. Made sense. It, it had, All right, you ever read the label? We... Less than 1% real fruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen to me. If you got some grape jelly, Mm-hmm. And the label says less than one percent real fruit. What they've done, y'all, what is that? Is boiled up some hot water with some purple Kool-Aid in there, with some gelatin in it, and one grape skin. Wow. One grape. All right, we got more of more sandwiches and more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. Right after this, we'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve and Tommy, you both love barbecuing and all of that. So here's a question for you. What if you guys had a barbecue and the majority of your party were vegans? What would you do? Even the sides got meat in it, so I don't know what you're finna do. You know what I'm saying? Them green beans got some meat in it. Right. Yep. You're going to be full the baked of potato beans, salad. Baked yeah, beans. Baked beans. Baked beans got some meat in it. Macaroni and cheese might have some meat in it. <laughs> it's going to be next to meat. Slaw got meat in it. <laughs> Mashed potatoes got some meat in it. You're going to eat potato salad the whole time you have. The kale salad got meat in it. They need not come. The beet yeah. salad, beet rind with meat. I don't know what you think. <laughs> Them ain't nuts. You uh, won't be a vegan when you leave. Wow. Put it that way. At least the you guys. fruit salad. <laughs> it has meat in it. meat in it. <laughs> At least you guys didn't panic, according to a new survey. Hold on, of, one last oh, thing. One last... You know, mm-hmm. I put meat in my iced tea, so. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to ask you, what about the Kool-Aid? Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> They just need bacon ice cubes. That's some bacon ice bacon cubes. Bacon ice cubes. Yeah. Well, at least 46% of people panic when they find out that vegans are coming to the house for the barbecue. Uh, 71% say they hope their guests with dietary restrictions will be fine with carrots and celery sticks and get by with what is uh, already offered at the barbecue. Oh, look, I got roasted corn for you, bell oh, okay. peppers, zucchini, yeah. mus- uh, 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 portobello mushroom mm-hmm. steaks. You know, I'll lay you out. Fifty-seven percent of guests with dietary restrictions say they have taken their own food to a barbecue. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because any- don't come in here making faces. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
COVID-19 is still very real. Um, Jay Anthony Brown. So Jay, you've been in the house just creating songs. You've been you've been creating. You've been in creative been, mode. Been very creative. I spend yeah. this time doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Along with some other stuff I'm doing that makes me feel as if I have company, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> okay. nobody Can here. you get to this? <laughs> I, I can't tell how many times I heard that and paid the money. Can you get to this? <laughs> so you've murdered another hit? <laughs> yes, I have. I have murdered another song. As they say on that show, you like the hit? Here you go. Check it out. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. You can't do that here. Could you keep it up? I'll be forced to show you the exit. I'm not kidding. No coughing, baby. <laughs> How you think of that? No coughing, baby. <laughs> no coughing on the dance floor. But you were coughing on beat. Yeah. You did that, Jay. Man, that was cold. There's going to be a lot of that, though. Yes, don't stop you. Once you start coughing, we have a whole different attitude toward a cough now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You used yeah. to let a cough go. Yeah, well, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. You got a little something, something going on, mm-hmm. but no. Every mask yeah. is looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Jay. Great Thank job. Good job, Jay. As usual. As you, usual. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, coming up next, it is Steve with today's closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand-new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, here we are, last break of the day and of the week, actually. Uh, This is Friday. It's been a good day. And uh, we're looking forward to a good week, uh, uh-huh. weekend and all of that. All right, Steve, uh, you want to send everyone home to the weekend yeah. with some closing? Here we go. You know, uh, I was reading in my morning meditation uh, this thing that this uh, girl that works with me on Family Feud, really nice lady. She's Christian. She uh, prays for everybody, gives her scripture. She gave me this daily devotional book to read. I've been reading it every morning, man. It's really been a great help to me. I think I've shared this with you all several times. One of the things I was reading about was about learning how to master time and not allowing time to master you. Now, I got a little stuck on this one right here because I was saying, okay, how do you master time and not let time master you? In this daily devotional, it was reminding us that God created us a certain way. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Because in the Lord's Prayer is a clue as to how we should approach each day. In the Lord's Prayer, about three or four lines down, it says, give us this day our daily bread. That's a very important line. And I've taken the time to really study the Lord's Prayer. I've taken the time to really understand 23rd Psalms, Isaiah 54, 17, Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. I've really been Rebecca 2 and 2, really been focusing on really understanding as I meditate every morning. And um, one of the things that it teaches us is give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's an important line because what you're asking for every day is for God to order your steps just for that day. That's not to say that you don't have plans for the future because you do. But you can't do anything about the future. You can't control it at all or the circumstances that's going to beset you the next day. You can't do anything about what has already happened you know, it's the past. It's in, in so many words, it's water over the dam. So you can't do anything about the past. You cannot prevent anything in the future coming your way. You know, you could make allotments and plans and stuff, but tomorrow could bring some surprises. So the one thing that you were created to do was master your day. God created us where we deal in 24-hour segments. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to plan have aspirations, goals, dreams, and have, you know, targets for everything, inch by inch, anything's essential. I got that. 
What I am saying to you is you function best in the now because the now is the one thing that you have a say-so in. And if you can learn to ask God to give us this day our daily bread, just like the birds. Birds don't have silos and barns and storage houses. Birds don't store food. Birds wake up every day. They sing his praises in the morning, and then they get about the day. And don't God take care of them? Well, he's made that promise to you. You hear old people singing that song, His Eyes on the Sparrow, I Know He Watches Me. I didn't get that when I was growing up. I heard it. I sang it in that church, but I'm really starting to really understand that. To give us this day our daily bread, that's an important thing. And when it comes to tomorrow, to worry about tomorrow is wasted energy because there's nothing you can do about tomorrow until tomorrow gets here. Now, you can start dressing it then, but to worry about something is wasted energy because I've been learning that worry cannot produce one extra hour of life for you. By worrying, you cannot extend your life one single hour due to worry. So if you can't even by worrying do that thing that's really important, what what you worry about the rest of it for? Why would you be worried about anything else? And that's what I've been learning when it says to learn how to master time so time doesn't master you. If you lose focus of today, right now, your presence, your relationship with God right now, and you got it all tied up in your future with that wasted energy, you're going to miss some steps today. We were created as 24-hour creatures. We're in our absolute best when we are living in the moment called now. The moment your whole focus is on your future, you're going to make missteps today. The moment your whole thought process is about what happened to you in the past and how you can't get over it, that will cause you to make missteps today. And then as you make these missteps today, you keep blaming it on your past and God don't love me and God don't hear my cry. No, partner, you keep holding on to something in your past or you keep worrying about something in your future and you're not focused on the 24 precious hours that he's giving you right now. Mm. The past belongs to history. The future belongs to God. Now belongs to you. It's yours. That's why they call it the present because it is God's gift to you right now. Make better use of now. Stop worrying about the future and let go of the past. Bam. That's it. Out. Mm. Drop Close in. Remarks. Yes. Go ahead, uh, Big Dog. All right, Steve. Be gone. Profound. Master your yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So time don't master you. Hey, man, have a great weekend. Told y'all. Uh, yeah. It's coming, baby. Yeah. Be positive. Yep. All right, Steve. Thank you for that. All right. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.